Hello. Good day. Today on the Vegas Fever podcast, we're going to be doing a special episode. It's called The Golden Knights Suck at Closing Out Playoff Series. I'm Jason. That was very original. And that's Paula. <laughs> and we're, we'll be your hosts guiding you through this very crappy time right now in, in our hockey lives. Because the last time we did our show, which was Thursday again, mm-hmm. so we're a Thursday podcast now. I don't know. I, I, I kind of feel weird about that, being a Thursday podcast. Um, but the last time we talked to you guys, the Knights were tied one-to-one. They had uh, a what appeared to have a series turnaround changing goal by Jonathan Marchessault 18 seconds after the Wild went up one nothing in Game 2. And since that point, you know, after that point, I should say, it was going really well for the Golden Knights. They took two games in Minnesota, and they were up 3-1. They were up 3-1. You know what that means? You know what that means? For the third year in a row? It means nothing. Zero. Zilch. May I remind you, 2019, they pissed away a 3-1 series lead to San Jose with Pete DeBoer on the bench. Last year, I'm going to bring this name up. I haven't talked about it, but it hurts me still. Thatcher Demko. Do you remember that guy? So they were up 3-1 on Vancouver in the bubble in the second round, and they decided that they were going to give that away before eventually waking up. Can the Golden Knights wake up and win Game 7? Are you asking me my opinion? or It wasn't rhetorical, yes. Okay. I, I'd like some opinion, because this is very agonizing as I smile. To be honest, I was really disappointed that they lost the game. I thought for sure they were going to win. But I am very hopeful, like I told you earlier, that they've never closed out a series at home since the first time for everything. I'm just really nervous about it. Me too. But I'm sure not as much as they are. I so. don't have I don't have the best feeling. You never do. So that well, that's well, that's history. That's based off history. Like I don't have a their great, short history. I don't have yes, their short and painfully agonizing history on closing out uh, seven game series. You sound like a spoiled brat. Here's here's what I'm gonna do. I, I'm gonna give you some facts, okay? Because facts are, you know, there there are some good facts here, and there are also some not so good facts for the, the Golden fact Knights. Is is that nobody thought they would ever even be in this position now, let alone their first year. That's a fact. The bar is, if you if you look above your head, up there, way up there. That's where the bar is for this organization. I didn't put it there. They did. The Vegas Golden Knights no, the from fans second did too, one. The second that they made the playoffs and made the Stanley Cup final playoffs. The fans held them at this high standard. Gerard Gallant lost his job because of that. Yeah. Because of that standard. But this team is Stanley Cup final worthy. And they're not playing like it. Because they've forgotten how to score. 
over the past couple of games, game five and game six. They have forgotten how to score. They've forgotten how to defend. And they are letting Flurry do all the work until Marc-Andre Flurry can't do the work no more. Question being posed, do you go to Robin Leonard? And I say no. No. I say absolutely not. No. Flurry's not the problem here. Flurry is not the problem well, here. He Flurry, it doesn't matter. Time, it doesn't matter. He was really, really good for through two and a half periods. Yeah. That's not fair. That is enough time for your for your defense to wake up, and that is enough time for your offense to wake up. Yeah. And it's not happening. They need something. I believe that if they make it to the second round of the playoffs, he's going to switch to Leonard. I don't think he's going to switch to Leonard. I do. I don't think he's going to switch Leonard, but I have a problem with the fact that Colorado hasn't played in over a week, and they've got everybody healthy, and that's a problem. The Golden Knights would or roll in rusty. there. True. The Golden Knights can roll in there and have a head of steam. I don't like it. I didn't like this series. I don't like that series. I'm hoping that they pull through. They but will pull through. That's what you have to say. Game one of the West, uh, you know, the next round for the Golden Knights would start Sunday. And then there's an interesting scheduling conflict because the Nuggets, who play in <laughs> the same arena, uh, they have a game the next night. Or no, the ga- they, they have a game Tuesday. So would they make it a back-to-back Sunday, Monday, or would they go Sunday, Wednesday? Interesting question for the NHL, what they would do. The the back-to-back absolutely is brutal for the Golden Knights. I could see them being down 2 nothing right off the bat. That is brutal yeah. for for Vegas. For Vegas, the, if if you can get past this series with Minnesota, what you have to hope for is that it's a Sunday-Wednesday because I can totally see a 1-1 series going back to Las Vegas, but I do not see a 1-1 series if they play a Sunday-Monday after playing a Friday, Game 7, with Colorado rested. Rusty, possibly, mm-hmm. but also Vegas tired. Tired. I think everybody's tired. I think everybody players, is too. So. That's true. I like to give you a little, I like to spit facts. Uh, in this uh, in this podcast Opinions that we do, aren't facts. no, no, these are not opinions; these are facts. So, in non, this is uh, I like to give my my very close friend who I don't know, um, who's great and who's amazing, Jesse Granger, some plug here. In non closeout playoff games, Vegas has outscored opponents sixty three to thirty seven, so double basically. Mm-hmm. Non closeout games. For whatever reason, the ice frickin' changes, I guess. 18, and th- they've been outscored 31 to 18. So it shifts from being basically doubling their opponents in scoring mm-hmm. to almost being doubled, essentially. I've got more for you. I bet you do. Now, this one's good. This one's pretty solid. Pete DeBoer, all-time in Game 7s, 5-0. and 0. So, there's that. But Pete DeBoer's not the one on the ice. But maybe he has a strategy. I don't know. Vegas is 1-1, one one, all-time in Game 7s. And as you mentioned, never closed it out at home. This one, and he was tweeting this all last night, um... This one is the one that hits me the most, I think. Two and eight, Vegas is, in their last ten closeout games. Mind you, in the first year, they were perfect in closeout games, I believe. Yeah, so uh, they so they swept the Kings. Right. They beat San Jose. 
San Jose I, beat them once. I think in a closeout game, but then they beat Winnipeg as well. So they were better year one. Since then, it's been it's been this. I mean, two and eight in their last ten. Mark Stone didn't have a shot on goal in the game and only had one attempt. That's a big problem, and and that's what's driving this issue as well for the Golden Knights. Any word on Pacioretty other than day-to-day? No, he's skating on his own. And we also have more problem now because McNabb ended up on the COVID list, and so did Reeves, as we found out later on, in addition to there being no no sick. This is not ideal to me. I don't know to them is, either. This is why I have a bad feeling because it just it's it, it it's not lining up. It's it's not jiving. It's not going. This is all the makings for another disaster. And Pete DeBoer, maybe you like this next point that I make. Pete DeBoer's ass is on the line because how he got this job in Vegas after Gerard Gallant was fired when they called him when he was in Florida after being fired by San Jose. He told Kelly McCrimmon and George McPhee. He can win when it matters. Dude, it matters right now. And he did win a Game 7 last year against Vancouver after blowing a series. It matters right now. This, from an organizational standpoint, is unacceptable. It's unacceptable to be playing this way. Why go up 3-1? Why? Why not be down 3-1? You're playing. Since they went up 3-1 the last two mm-hmm. games, they've been playing like they're behind. So why not be behind? This is atrocious. I know it's fun. I know it's a game. I know it's just at the end of the day, whatever. But this team is worthy I agree with of that. better things. I think they've lost a little momentum. They have. I hope they get it back. They have time. Maybe Pacioretty will come back. I, I don't doubt think, it. I mean, I don't. Mark Stone is not Mark Stone without Pacioretty. I mean, that's just, that's evident. Well, that's not true. He's not. They wouldn't have gone after him in the first place. But I think they went after him at the trade deadline a couple of years ago because they were, they knew they could package him with Max. And it's been dynamite. Those guys are amazing. And then you throw Stevenson in there. It's like magic. It really is. Well. Like, I can't deny the fact that George McPhee plays really good buttons and picks really good players. But the fact is, is that in Washington, he never won a Stanley Cup. And his teams were always underperformers. And he's kind of built the same team. They won it the year after he left. That's not a coincidence. It's not. He built that team, but they were put over the top by somebody else. Is somebody else better there's always somebody For this better. organization. He's built a really good organization. Yeah. Top to bottom. But every year that they don't do... <clears throat> sorry. Every year that they don't do what they're supposed to in the eyes of fans and even the organization. But what do you say you, about that? Would you be saying this if they didn't make it to the playoffs the first year? If they didn't make it the second year, but maybe I'd be the saying third three year. to five year plan. Like Bill Foley said, day one. Right. But I just feel like the bar is set so high because of the first year. I think they all want it. I think they're going to win. And that's what I'm going to stand on. Look, Vegas will be rocking. T-Mobile will be packed. Packed. And loud. These guys need to score goals. or They won't go anywhere. They need to support their goaltender. Yeah. Everybody. Or they won't go anywhere. But... 
it's a really good environment. It's going to be really crazy. And I hope the next time we talk, it's not about off-season stuff. Who the hell wants to talk about that? We want to talk about more hockey. Yes, we More will. Vegas hockey. You just got to be positive. I believe they're going to win. What's the score going to be? 4-3. Overtime? No. Overtime is so horrible in the regular season. It's worse in the playoffs. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be lots of fighting, which concerns me Yes. The whole series has been super physical. And these two teams are really fed up with one another, I think. Uh, regular season, it seemed like that especially because yeah, they played each other at the end so of the regular much. season. And then now they're here and it's just they're over it. I'm thinking it's more like a 3-2. I was thinking that at first, too. Type of game. I mean, 3-2, 4-3. Very similar, but I'm thinking 3-2. You know Flurry's going to be at his best. Fantastic, like he always is. You know, but... This team is just concerning me. Because you have two different coaches and the same issue. That's concerning. Because it's an organizational issue. Two different coaches. And a lot of different players. It, it's, a play, it's a play. It's a play. I mean, well, I mean, is it that? There's a lot of different players. There's still some original players, but not many. No. It's like a funk. You know? Thick funk. <laughs> I really think that this is the year that Marc-Andre Fleury wins uh, the Vesna Award, uh, the best goaltender in the NHL. I think you're like the next couple of days or like next week they're going to come out with a you know list of nominees for each different award. I expect Mark Stone to be in line for the Selkie, which is the best offensive defense best defensive offenseman mm-hmm. and Flurry for the Vesna. I think Flurry's a shoo-in. Usually, a lot of times, the guys who are in that award that Flurry and Robin Leonard shared, mm-hmm. a lot of times they're in that conversation. Right. So, well, I don't think Leonard's in that conversation, but I think Flurry is. I would hope so. Definitely. Interesting other stuff. Uh, the NHL is doing their Fan Choice Awards, okay. which is something a little bit different. And it's kind of cool stuff that they do. So... The locker Didn't room. Did they do that last year? Yeah, they do it every year. So the NHL awards are usually in Vegas. Um, and so, you know, after the season is complete. Marc Andre Fleury is up for locker room legend. I mean, obvious shoe in, right? Save the year. Marc Andre Fleury again against Anaheim <laughs> on February 11th. Best celebration. Mark Stone. Mark Stone. And you knew that, and I didn't even show you that. Best dressed. Uh, Carlson. William Carlson. You were really, really good. Now, who's who would win best dog of the players? Who's that one with the cute little... Uh, is it a... That little bulldog? It's not a bulldog. It's a golden retriever. Do you oh, know no. whose retriever it is? His name is Teddy. No, is it Max? Teddy Tuck. Oh. 
Um, it's really, really cool. Uh, if you go on the NHL.com website, they give you the list of the full awards. Um, it's something fun they do in addition to the season awards, just yeah. kind of, you know, messing around. I thought that that was really like, I mean, isn't William Carlson like the best dressed? Always. Like, like, I mean, and isn't like, I mean, Stone's celebrations. Stone looks like he rolled out of bed all the time. Game of Stones. Boom. I think it's great that the organization lets him grow out his hair. You know, in Ottawa, he had to be really clean cut. It was like playing for the Yankees. You know what I mean? Like, he had to be sh shaving all the time. Well, you Vegas. know? Right, exactly. Right. I mean, I think he looks like Ovechkin Jr., but, you know. That guy has a Stanley Cup. That guy has a, like Stan he has a Stanley Cup. I'll barely. Take yeah. No, but there's, no, there's no barely. Right, right. That's true. You either have the cup or you don't. But. Pretty cool stuff. I mean, uh, I'm not a, I'm not a golden retriever person, so maybe you know Teddy Tuck doesn't take it home. I I mean, whoever has the bulldog, that would be great. It's not like a English bulldog. What's the other Frenchie bulldog? I think French bulldog. I don't remember. I don't know. Any hooser. <laughs> everybody. Maybe it was Nate Schmidt, and he's no longer with the team. You know where he is right now? Not playing. You know where Alex Petrangelo is? Playing. Playing like 8 million bucks. Yeah. He right. is. He is. Anyway. 8.8. .8. Everybody go root for the team. Yes. Okay. Positive attitude. No matter where you choose to watch your, your Vegas hockey team. In root person. hard in person at a bar. At uh, TV. Yeah. At home. Anywhere. Safely. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're rooting uh, properly and hard for your team because, the, you know, these guys, you know, they feed off the energy of the crowd. They need us. And. And, you know, they do read social media. I'm positive that. So don't they do. be. They do. Robin Leonard. Did, Robin Leonard does. I know because he left a comment after somebody said something. One of the media members said something. Robin Leonard. Robin Leonard left a comment. I know he does. I know other people do. Right. Uh, uh, most Who's the guy who goes off. Marcia oh, Marcia so yeah. is he, he's active on other platforms. He likes to tell people to suck their mummies' titties or something like that, like well, spelled saying, like mummy. You know, um, be positive online because that yeah. could be really a mental toll on yeah. anyone. Stop being shitty to Leonard. So it's really not nice. She's Paula at the Golden Wife, and I'm uh, Jason at. Vegas Fever Pod. And this portion of the show coming up is brought to you by Paula's Macaroni Salad. It's delicious. It's fresh. <laughs> she makes it daily. Sometimes. That's, that sounds uh, like an innuendo. Is it? No. But it okay. sounds like it. This next part of the show is brought to you by Paula's Macaroni Salad. The Oakland A's are telling Las Vegas they need $1 billion for a stadium. Okay. How does that make you feel? Tired. Me too. I'm tired of hearing about stadiums. And money. I just want to concentrate on the nights right now. So. And that was brought to you by Paula's Macaroni Salad. Next time we talk to you, hopefully we have the Colorado on. Avalanche to discuss. And we're moving on. And we're moving round. up. Moving up. F those Minnesota wild people. We'll talk to you guys next week. Listen, subscribe, give feedback, give us something. We appreciate the listens. Everybody, 
Have a good night. Bye.